Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeway. The Drive is live and in color, baby! And it's in the house. That's right, man. It's a good, it's a good day out here now. That, that, that was a good, that was a good version of in the house right there, T. It, I mean, it didn't, it wasn't as dramatic, but it was, it was strong. It had a little punch to it. Well done, Bob. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you're. I'm glad you're. Well done, man. You're feeling better. Who's that? You. What'd I do? I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I think should we put this out on the table right now? What? Do we need to get it out on the table right now? Do you, you had a tough lunch and it, it kind of got you down. Yeah. Do we need me to off. put this? Do we need to put this out on the table? Piss me off. I feel like if you get this off your chest, this will make you feel. I better. mean, Chipotle pissed me off. I'm, I'm a big fan of Chipotle. They're, they're burrito bowls. It's it's kind of my go to, and and uh, it, it does a little something special for me. And they they pissed me off today. It's been a while since I've been in there, and I go in there, and they're now skimping on the rice. It used to be just the meat. Now they're skimping on the damn rice. This Chipotle. Seriously, this Chipotle thing. Is becoming a, an issue. Well, they, I mean, look, I know and many of you out there who have ordered Chipotle don't let you order it and then go and pick it up and then get yourself oh, real yeah. ticked off yeah. with like, did y'all even put any rice in there? Y'all know what he's talking about. No, I, I, I got you. So it, it's the world we're day. it's the world we're living in, man. From the chip companies, I can't the same bag of chips I'm paying extra yeah, for so right now. There's more air in it than there were chips. It's okay. that COVID nineteen. After company. COVID nineteen, everybody's everybody's giving you less and charging you more. They're skimping on the damn rice. You kidding me? You used to try to be like, hey man, y'all cut, the, y'all chilling. I don't need as much that much rice. Now they're skimping on the damn rice as well. They pissed the girl off in front of me. Didn't give her enough chicken. Said, hey, I, come on, y'all gotta give me a little more chicken than that. And the dude, in a very smart-assing way, gave her like two little slivers of chicken extra. I said, hey, look here, I want, I want. <laughs> now you'd have got. Pissed I was pissed off. off for her. 
I said, hey, I want two two scoops of that steak right there. Oh, so and I said, I'll pay for it. Don't don't I'll pay so they, for it. So they make, suckered you uh, into getting double. So then they load me up. I pay twenty one dollars for a damn burrito. Then I get back here and I, I bet half of the first ten bites I had, I had gristle in my meat, man. I, I I'm just I'm at a point like Chip. I mean, you got to be kidding me, man. So yeah, it, 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 yeah, it I, I, me did, I did see you throw away pieces of meat as you were eating. Yeah, man, no, I used I to lean into Chipotle, man. I mean, I look, I, I just... They need to have a staff meeting. Very, they, they, very, very disappointing. They need to have a meeting because it is it is getting ridiculous. I, like, the, they do it with the beans, too. Like, anybody out there, the veggies, the beans, you've gone to Chipotle, yeah. and they will they will screw you over. Yeah, I like, don't you, mind you got to be, like, it's to a point now, you have to be in front of them. Like, you have to, nah, man, come on. Yeah, come yeah. On, I need, and it's I need getting worse, though. It's not, like, it's getting... It was bad, and now it now it's unacceptable, and it's just one of those where like I I don't know man like I don't mind pay I will pay extra all day long just just give me what I'm what I'm buying and act like you give a rip that's it that's now, it I, I, I see I don't I don't even want to pay I, I don't even want to pay extra I want y'all to t- tell me when y'all rules changed when y'all portions changed. When they realized we'd keep coming back no matter what they did. I, I went through somewhere. I opened up mine one time. I I had asked for pinto beans, and I had six of them. Six beans. It was six beans strung across. And I'm like, that's that ain't, that ain't no spoonful. Like, when did that thing? When did that thing change, man? I just I, it's all right. I could see. See, I could see it in your eyes. There was you. Sp- how much you spent in there? Twenty one dollars. Twenty one something. From one burrito bowl. One burrito bowl. Yep. How much is a burrito bowl, Tyler? I feel like I felt like I you was. You don't do Chipotle, do you? No, no, not a big fan. Well, that's weird. Well, I have I have bad memories tied to it. Oh, that's right. You, you know they're actually one of the. Now that I've banged on them a little bit, you know they're actually one of the more health conscious, like quality product conscious. Um, and they're and they're um, and they're doing that by just not giving you food. Well, maybe yeah, yeah maybe so. But but like the, in terms of the quality and how they take care of, of in terms of. How they care about what they're actually are selling you being quality, they do. They they're uh, one of the better food, yeah, food restaurants out there. That's why that girl that broke my heart always wanted to go there. She wanted to be healthy. She was an athlete. Now, I think a, ended up playing volleyball at Arkansas. I think that well, smart girl with great taste left your ass and went to Arkansas. I, I think the bowl is supposed to be like eleven dollars. <laughs> Not funny. Something okay. like that. Nine, ten, eleven dollars. Really and you went in there and spent. Yeah, it's supposed to be like nine dollars, and you went in there and spent twenty-one dollars, and still wasn't happy. All right, man. I could I, I could just see it in your eyes. Shrinkflation. That's what I'm looking for. That's the word I was looking for. Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. That's what they're calling yep. it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You, you, they say you the same bowl for more money, put less substance in it. It's called shrinkflation. Somebody texted and said, you guys need to start trying free birds. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to free birds. I'm not opposed to it. I just have, I think Chipotle just has always been uh, a notch above, in, in my opinion. Well, I don't um, know if they're still proving it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it is a rough morning, man. It's a, a, a rough, right. rough, uh, now, rough, rough, rough lunch hour. Now you t- get that off your chest. Okay. I think you should feel better now. Probably not. I'm and still I just a want to take. This, I just want to take this time uh, to tell the decision makers at Chipotle that um, I am still here for you. Uh, if you any kind of uh, representation, uh, any kind of uh, uh, endorsement type of thought you have, I'm still here. 
Uh, and uh, and I think we can we can work together to get this better. And he's got a sales gal or sales guy that'll call you in the I next sure ten do. minutes if interested. Please seven one three five seven two four six ten. Call in, talk <laughs> to Tyler. Right. You can get hooked up. Yeah, we will get you. Uh, Elena will take care of you Hold and, on, uh, and get this right. And I just want to let you know, very disappointed, but we can still work together, and I can still be your man. Just want to take that time to say that. <laughs> At this point, Chipotle. You're out there. I'm still here. Mm, what a morning. All right. Uh, yeah, it, it is a morning. It, it, but we got that off our chest. And, Clint, another thing that you you, you want to see, as we, as we look in here and, and we're starting to see things come together for the Texans, but there's just, just something ain't quite there for you yet. Something ain't quite where you want it to be with this coaching staff that they've put together that, that you still want to see. Uh, yeah. I, 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 the lack of experience on this coaching staff is concerning. The, 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 and, I, and I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I, I just, at this point in time, I, I think, I think there needs to be a former head coach, um, or two, uh, added to either to the staff or to, I guess, some kind of quasi consultant advisor type of role needs to be created. You really, you can. You're really a bit jealous of what the Panthers have done. Yeah, I think the Panther. I think the Panthers did it in a way. Maybe it wasn't as necessary because Frank Reich has been a head coach before. But you look at they they hire Ejiro Ivaro, the the head coach candidate, the defensive coordinator coordinator out of Denver, and and they they they're going to support him and 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 bring in Dom Capers because Dom they've Capers. worked together. They've worked together in the past, and it, it was a good formula. Boom, let's let's bring it in here and and make it work. Um, now Jim I, Caldwell as well. They've added to that and staff. Jim Caldwell appears. To, I've never played under Jim Caldwell. I don't know him personally, but all of the accounts that we've heard from over the years, when Jim Caldwell was relieved of his duties in Detroit and then was entertaining head coach jobs since then, um, I mean, he seems to be a guy that you want in the building that that not only can help you schematically and and with his experience, but also is is a great is a great culture guy. And just a, a really good one to have around. I, I don't know. I, I just I think there is, I think there's a ton of value in having. Like when I was with the Cowboys, we had Ernie Zampezi in the building. I've told this story a million times. Jack Riley came back, was the offensive coordinator. He was an older fellow, had some experience, but Ernie Zampezi was familiar with 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 the system that we were running, and and literally was just a sounding board. Troy Aikman was familiar with him, um, and and he was a sounding board of of. of Someone in the building, someone in the room offensively that you could bounce ideas off of that was a great offensive mind that had a, had, had a ton of experience uh, and success in the league before. He didn't get in the way, but he was a valuable, valuable resource. And I, I just – I think that when you've got an offensive coordinator that's never been an offensive coordinator um, – Does and, it matter which side of the ball? No, 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 it does. No, I, I, I think I – So think you, you take a Romeo Cornell? No, not not necessarily. I, look, I mean, here, here's the deal. That – that you bring him up, it actually, it actually is like when when this topic is brought up and we immediately go to, oh, well, Bill O'Brien had Romeo Cornell in the building. Romeo wasn't doing nothing. I mean, you know, Romeo, like Bill O'Brien was surrounding himself with a bunch of yes men from jump. Deluxe and, nut and, package. And Romeo, there may have been a time when he was helping him on the defensive side of the football. And, like, I just don't want to go back to – I don't want to go back to Romeo Cornell – you know, and Bill O'Brien and the way that they did things and the way Bill O'Brien ultimately did things and surround, like, I think one of the main reasons Bill O'Brien surrounded himself with yes men is because he didn't want anybody to help him. Like he didn't want anybody to give him any kind of pushback or any kind of be influenced at all. 
Like I'm talking about guys in the building that, again, there 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 clearly is an understanding that hey, you are a resource and you're a sounding board, but but can bring value to the offense or to the defense or bring support and be a resource to a a an inexperienced head coach. Um, I just think that would be absolutely. Uh, tremendously valuable if if they were to add something like that. You look in you look over in, in San Francisco, Anthony Lynn was the running back coach. We talked about that multiple times. I think Gary Kubiak would be a good one, uh, you know, here. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple of different guys that that could either be a good football coach and actually help you on the field as well as being a resource and a sounding board uh when needed. And there's also guys that could be brought into as as more of an advisor role and just be in the building if anybody needs to lean on them. I, I I just think there's some serious value there. Any way you slice it, but with this young group, I think there's some serious value there. Yeah, I just – yeah, because I'm trying to, in my mind, rack, rack my brain to think, is it really that important? Like, is it really that big of a deal because we're seeing young staff? But I think it is, and I think it is important for the offensive side of the ball. right? I, like, I feel comfortable – with D'Amico and that and and that side over there that he knows what he's doing over there. And 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 but the other side is that that's that's the part for me. The other side is like who are your checks and balances to to experience anything. It's not even it's not even necessarily about whether somebody's okay or not, right? Like right now. Like if if you're Jonathan Gannon takes the 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 head coach job out in Arizona. Wouldn't it be a nice resource for him this week to be able to sit down with an old defensive-minded head coach that's long in the tooth that's had a lot of success and say, hey, man, <laughs> you saw what the hell happened to me in the second half of that Kansas City game. Let, let me start putting a little plan together right now that is going to keep that from happening again. Or when it starts to happen again, boom, I got an adjustment that I can make. Wouldn't it be nice to sit down in that moment in the next week, just in the offseason, with a with a with an, an advisor – like, see, like Vic Fangio was actually out there, signed a two-week deal with him before signing with Miami. Yeah. He was out there. And I'm not saying it helps or it doesn't help, but wouldn't it be nice in that situation to sit down and go, okay, I need a little bit of help building a package defensively when, a, when an offense has a, a, a two-receiver set and they, they burst motion into a stacked formation where their two receivers are stacked and they're inside the five-yard line and I've got man defense – what 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 are my different variations? How can I do it? What calls have been used? It would be an unbelievable resource to sit down with that guy for two hours a day for a week and put that package together. And then when your team starts trickling into training camp, or when your team starts trickling into mini camps, boom, you introduce that as part of your package. That's that's one instance, but that's what I'm talking about. Like that, it would be, it would be valuable to have that guy in the building. Yeah, because because I mean because Bobby can't call. Cat- Kyle Shanahan and say, "Hey, man, listen out it." You could, yeah. but, but but I mean, you could, but it, it's like it's like if you. But and it's I, not an everyday so, thing. It's just like if you and I had a dude in the building that we could get we could, we could mid segment go down there and go, "Hey, man, this just happened. How should we have handled it? Or what? Should, what do you think about this? Or what? What are the different options?" Versus us getting off the show, calling somebody in Kansas City that you know. Hopefully, he ain't with his kids and his. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a like you, if you've got if you're in the building and you got a you're a paid employee and you've got a vested interest in the success of this organization it's totally different than oh well I can lean on old boy out here that's got his hands full and he's got four kids at the house yeah i mean that that's to me that's the that's just one example but i think those things happen time and time and time again 
Trailer Will and Frame text line. Fellas, it's a new era in H-Town. Old school coaches are done and not working anymore. That's a fool's way of thinking. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't I, – I just don't even think there is any line of business that, that you can't gain any kind of knowledge of somebody who has walked the path before. Even if, even if you, it is – this isn't even talking about installing the offense. No. This isn't. This is almost just talking about processes of how to how to run things. There is no whoever you are who just texts like your job right now. If you have one, hopefully you do. Your job right now, like you can gain knowledge from somebody who has walked the path, who has experience. Absolutely. And the only the only wrong approach is to not listen to those individuals. Like you're not know saying you have to agree with them. I'm, again, it's a resource, partner. It's not. It's not a. Like you're not asking them to build your your game plan, it's a resource. Hey, you you may, maybe 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 D'Amico has struggled, and maybe I know there is. There's 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 a certain formation or a certain concept that D'Amico's defense struggles with. Wouldn't it be nice to sit down with somebody that's got a vested interest and say, "Hey, man, what have you? What did y'all do to a three by one formation when it when it was a bunch set and it was tight? And it, we're real. I'm really struggling with that. How, what? How did y'all handle it? He may or may not have the answer, but it would be nice to have that resource. Those kind of things come up all of the time. Not to have somebody in the building. And, and look, and rightfully so, go back to, to the, the Romeo Cornell deal. I didn't mean Romeo Cornell didn't do anything because that's exactly what I'm talking about. You want a guy to sit in the corner and do absolutely nothing until he's asked, until he's leaned on, until he's asked to, to come in and help a little bit and and just, just really advise. And so that's – I just think it's valuable, man. I think it's big-time valuable. All right, coming up, uh, we had an important announcement on the morning show. If you missed it, uh, we'll let you know more about that. And Major League Baseball is really, really messing, really messing with uh, one of the Astros' young pitchers. We'll discuss that coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubley. want to uh, send a real thanks to uh, Tyler and uh, Parker, who I'm sure put that promo together. Uh, and now every uh, every day 
multiple hours. Many of you on the trailer will and frame text line like to just send texts to me that say, shut the hell up, show. Shut up, show. <laughs> well, I mean. Shut the hell up, show. Let's be honest. They were really cracked up with it. Hey. One, one gentleman in particular who really <laughs> fancies it multiple times a day, but. Several of you are really enjoying it. Shut the hell I mean, up, Joe. Look, it's probably, I mean, look, it's either probably, you, wherever you are at the time when they text that, whether the show's going on or not, you probably just got through saying something that you that you needed to needed to be told shut up, or it's it's good to put it in the, put the gun in the bullet, because I know when you come on up between two and six, you're going to need it a couple times. <laughs> so I think it's probably fair. Just, just once again, thank you guys so much <laughs> uh, for uh, for that, as the, uh, the people love. Love to shout that out to me. Uh, uh, listen, man, if you missed it earlier, uh, and you always can listen back on any of the shows in the loop uh, and Payne and Pendergast, but if you missed Payne and Pendergast and the crossover at the end of the show, around 940 or so, they had a, a big announcement, and uh, the uh, the boys from uh, Payne and Pendergast are going to uh, Astro Spring Training. Thank you so much for stopping by and giving us that great info, Sean. What's that, West Palm Beach? I believe that is correct. West yeah. Palm Beach. I'm listen. They're they're going there. They're going to be down there February 27th through March 3rd. Adam Spo Lane is going to be there too. It's good for Spo. Spo gonna have him a nice little time. Oh, you know. So Spo looks like uh, West Palm Beach is is, is Spro is Sproville. I believe. Yeah, I, I, he he's gonna spend a lot of time at the facility, don't he? Yeah, but I think he's gonna get some sun. Oh, you think Spo's gonna get a little bit of sun? I think he's gonna get a little tan. Get out there. I bet he got a farmer's hand. Spo don't strike me as a guy that's gonna go lay on the beach. You don't think so? Nah. I got I got Spo as a as a guy laying on the beach. I, nah, I ain't got him as a beach guy. I don't even have. Yeah. I don't. Even, I don't I'm be honest. I don't even have Spo as a as a nice weather patio guy. <laughs> me I either. See, I see Spo, yellow uh, swim trunks, straight yellow. No. Lay down. Get that. Get that back. Tanned up. Nice. Yeah. Speaking it. of a, a tan, Clint. You know what my wife told me over the weekend? What's that? Megan looked at me. We got a Mexico trip coming up in two weeks. She said, you want to tan before we go? I said, what? She said, you, you know, you want to tan? I, I have, like, some options we, you could do. I said, what? She said, babe, you're real white. You're real white. We're going to go to the pool, go to the beach. You're going to blind people. And then is this it? is what she told me, Clint. She said, I bet Clint tans. Clint don't tan. You owe me. You hear that, Meg? We had a bet. I win. You really, you got, so you two don't, don't tan. tan. Y'all don't tan. No. No, I, no. Well, I, for you, I know you can't. No, I'm saying well, like no. purposefully. Ginger, I know the no, he's talking part. about like I'm before talking, you go. No, nah, I'm, I'm a firm believer of just going out there, pasty ass right, right and letting the burn, get, 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 let the burn get down. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't disagree with her though. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here Is to brag about my Do, do, do you all go, you go tan before? Yes. You go to a, a place well, where you're going. Usually well, ladies. Yeah, the females do for damn sure. Now, the, most of them do a spray tan now because the, the, the health. I'm learning here. The, Megan's the, getting a spray tan. The, the health risk associated with, with laying, laying your ass in a tanning bed, I, I think that it finally caught up with a lot of them. So now they do a lot of spray tan. Mm. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think for Tyler, um, you should probably go lay in a tanning bed a couple times before you go. <laughs> Is it you're, that you're bad? A, He's a different level of pace. I haven't played much golf lately. Now, that, that, that's a different I level of pace. I guess I don't notice it. Pull your shirt up. Pull your well, shirt up. Well, you won't see much whiteness. I'm a hairy dude. Pull your shirt up. That's pasty white right there. He's got dark hair, so it, it doesn't lightens it a little bit. 
a little bit of Why are your nipples so small, man? A little bit of nipples. I just never had big areolas. Yeah, he had some dang. I bet your nipples Tyler's ain't no bigger than a dime, man. Listen, folks, Damn, if I, <laughs> you ain't got no ass and no nipple. <laughs> if I could listen out there, folks, if I could just, you, this is obviously an audio medium. If you've seen 40 year old virgin. <laughs> when, Damn, man. I'm just saying. I did not mean to set you up, T. I agree with Megan. You're pasty. When Steve Carell got his. When you think Steve Carell and the hairy chest, like, Tyler just took me aback with that. I mean, I've I've seen Harry. Like, I'm a hairy man. That is uh, for certain. Tyler, don't ever get overweight because that would look bad. Uh, I was at one point and it looked. It wasn't pretty. Like, it was not. uh, I'm just thinking of that at 275. Like, that would. Oh, I, I I had this at about two thirty at my heaviest. So it went, wasn't pretty. Wow, man! T got that. T got that's that. That's slen- a lot of hair, man. T that got is- that slender build though, where he can wear anything. I did not know that. I did not know that's what it was going to look like underneath that that shirt. What would you think it was going to look like? I just didn't I mean, know. I mean, I know well, it was that hairy. Here's I, the thing, too, though. I'm going to manscape and shave all this off before the Mexico trip. Yeah. So how it's long is be that going to take? Yeah. Uh, it's usually. I tell Megan all the time. It's. I hate doing it because it's, like, it's at least an hour-long project. That looks like an hour and a half. At least. Yeah. How long does it normally take you all out there? Trailer wheel and frame text. How long does it take you to shave your chest? I, I mean, I can get, I can let mine go a little bit. It's 25 minutes. That is an hour and a half. Well, I say hour and a half. That's my head to my toes because there's – All right. It's basically yeah, well, you, you, just a long I mean, trail. Back, let's circle back to Megan's point. And, I mean, it probably, it'd probably be a really good idea – if you if you hit you a little start with about five minutes, get graduate up to about twelve over over a four a four uh, tan visit. So you want me to get in a bed bed, not well, a you, spray you, tan? No, I wouldn't. No, I mean I I don't. I guess you can. I mean I'd, I'd be. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I'd think less of you if we showed up <laughs> at a vacation with you and Meg, and I could see your fingernails or, yeah. or the color of a woman's when they get sprayed. Yeah, tan. I, I ain't doing to be that. honest. I, I mean, that. you just need something to to knock the paste off, or pick you a nice hot, <laughs> pick you a hot summer day. I, or I hot, guess I don't notice it. I don't notice him. I never thought I was. Ultra, I mean, I'm white. You'd, you'd notice it if, if if he was in a bathing suit walking next to Megan, who just had a spray tan. Yeah, I guess that's I mean, true. It's really her fault. So if you go in there and stand next to him, he'll glow. Well, I'm sure. I guess it, I guess his skin's a little closer to that hat than it should. <laughs> My dad says I glow in the dark. <laughs> I mean, you get there. There's some real, yeah. But no, the, yeah. the the fellas they'll be down there. West Palm Beach. You ever done? You ever done spring training? I have not. No. Oh, I love spring training. I haven't been to the Florida. Uh, we used to go to to Arizona every year. People out there, you bet. Spring training is amazing. You can get up there. You can go to just four different parks, yeah. go to four different games. Like, we would go out like, all right, let's go see the Cubs. Let's go see the Dodgers. Let's go see, like, spring training is – because all those all those games and all that things in, in, in those small areas, yeah. you can just jump from game to game. So, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a little jealous of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely jealous. Just to, I mean, I'd like to go to Florida this time of year and spend, and, uh, and and put the toes – do a little radio and put the toes up and watch the Strohs. I, I, I'd, I'd enjoy that, but, but – uh, but Sean, here's the thing: is everybody out there listening? I mean, you're you're like Show and I and Tyler, and and uh, we're, we're not going to be down there. We're going to be here, and so we, we got to lean into Sean and Seth and Adam Spolane to take us to spring training every single day, February 27th through March the third. They'll be down there, and uh, first time I think I heard Sean since first time Sports Radio 610 has been down there in his tenure here. So. Um, be a, be a really cool, That's really a cool fun. time for those guys, and and uh, we we will. 
we'll figure out a way to 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 bring Sean on and and uh, and share what's what's happening what's happening in the afternoons down there. Yeah, in and, it, and, as well. and if you guys are going down there, I know many of the Astros fans are probably going go to Florida to take a trip, buy him a drink. I don't know why you wouldn't. People are now texting in Kelly Clarkson to you, Tyler. What about Kelly? Ah, Kelly Clarkson, yeah. That's that's a good scene. It's the scene he was talking about in 40 Old Virgin. Man, he gets all his shit. chest hair waxed off. Yeah. All right. Um, some people may call me a flip-flopper for What do you think about Tyler's nipples? <laughs> dimes? I mean, they, they, I, from here they look maybe dimes. Yeah, I know you <laughs> measured them, a, Tyler. You're thinking a bit smaller. Tic-tac? I mean, no, they're not tic-tac. <laughs> I mean, even as thin as you are, that would look funny. That, that's got to be dime. Yeah, I mean, you got nipples that size. That's why you got a floss. No, you got an arrow. You got an arrow. I mean, as yeah, I mean, that's why you got a floss. You, I mean, he'd look funny nipples with big, he, he'd look funny with sand dollars. You got to make up for. Him. I mean, he needs to be a dime. <laughs> yeah, you want to get in the middle of that. You oh don't want to get the pepperoni pizza one, but you, <laughs> you want to be in the middle of that. All right, some might call me a flip flopper for this one, but I believe we got new evidence, and I, I'm gonna change a take I have about something with the Texans. I'll discuss that coming up. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, Clint, I need your help. Right? I need I, I need your help. You're uh, one of the, the the best football minds that I know. Well, I appreciate that, man. It only took you three years to realize that, man. I appreciate that, man. I have not expressed where that where you rank in that, but you are <laughs> one of the best football minds that I know. And I I feel like I'm I'm flip flopping here, but I but I think there is there is new evidence. And I think we both had conversations, and I know Brandon Scott is listening to this because he cannot wait to be all over me because we have had multiple arguments about this. Since uh, we now understand what the offensive staff is going to be for the, the Texans. I've changed my mind on drafting B. John Robinson in the first round. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I, I was completely against that. I was uh, completely against the point of drafting a running back in the first round. You got Damian Pierce. I'm like, you could, you, you could fix other things. And listen, I, it is still not my first choice, right? But now understanding the offense they're bringing in, Clint, it seems like it seems like in San Francisco almost even more important than the quarterback is to have somebody with a playmaker with big versatility, a playmaker. Like it almost seems like Debo or Christian McCaffrey are more important than the quarterback position there. Like to, to be able to have guys like that that can do so many different things so many, and hurt you in so many different ways. And looking at that and thinking that Bobby Slowick and company are going to bring that over here, I'm not opposed to the Texans using a first-round pick on B. John Robinson. I'm not opposed to that. I would be more in favor of quarterback and maybe someone in the front seven and then getting, like, the kid Gibbs from Alabama somewhere later. Or not. Hold on, so... But I can I, I can I can make that make sense if they believe Bijan Robinson is a guy that has a chance to be a playmaker of some sorts, the way that Debo was, the way that Christian McCaffrey is. Now I'm just that's where my thinking has moved here since understanding who's going to be the offensive staff here with the Texans. 
Is it, am, I, am I crazy? Am I do I am, am I am I overthink? Am I overthinking this thing? Tyler just told me I am crazy. Yeah, I, I I can't get there, man. You're not, you're, you're I, get there, I can't I can't get there at all. I, I mean, I, look, there's if you think this kid is Christian McCaffrey, which that would be a very 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 bold statement at this point in time, then if you could guarantee me that, then then I'm, I'm all for it. But right now, um. There to me, there's too many voids on this team to go too deep at the running back position when you've already got Damian Pierce figured out. Um, look, I I think I'm with you. I think there's there's guys like Jameer Gibbs you're gonna have a shot at later on. There's there's guys like uh, a chain out of out of A uh, and M that you're gonna have ch- you know chances at later on if you want to add a complimentary back. To to um, <clears throat> to Damian Pierce, uh, you know I, I I don't know I it, it's if you look back at the San Francisco teams, you got Raheem Mostert, you got Jeff Wilson Jr., you got Jarek McKinnon, you've got um, what, what, what's the what's the kid's name this this past year that was um, that was one of their better runners, um, Elijah Mitchell. Um, you know, and and then they threw Christian McCaffrey in there late and took that thing to a to a whole other level. Um, I, I can't get with this particular team with the Texans. I can't get to a point where you even think about taking because look really? what, what you're what but what, what you're asking is but what oh, am I saying? Making sense? Like it's but your thought is you don't know if B. John Robinson is. A Debo or Christian McCaffrey? You're not. Are you? Are you? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's similar to Debo. But I, but I, I, I could see where. I don't believe he. I think it is a stretch to say that Bijan Robinson is in the in the same category as a Christian McCaffrey in terms of versatility and being. That's able what to I'm, I mean. I, I'm not. I'm just as a versatility player, right? Now I, I know he's different from Debo or Christian McCaffrey, but it seems like yeah. in that offense they love. That they are hunting that guys that can can you can line him up wide you can put him yeah. in the slot you can put him in the in the backfield and and that's what many people are saying Bijan has those capabilities yeah yeah I, I think he does have those capabilities um but but I I think you're boy you, the expectations go through the roof if you because if you're asking me about taking him in the first round you're talking about taking him with the number twelve overall pick yeah I, I would twelve yeah 12. no I can't I can't get there. I, I can't I can't get it I can't get if you didn't have a back uh, if you didn't have Damian Pierce then maybe um, but yeah I, I can't I can't get there at this, at this point in time no I, no I, I mean because I, that's where I was I, I I was I'm just like man you you only got what we've talked about you got what one or two people in the front seven yeah that you you feel good about but my my thought just changed with the thought of how important uh, or the amount of importance it seems like they place that offense places on having a person and people who can do multiples and potentially can do multiples at a high level. And it feels like, it feels sure, like he can do that. Like, I you, don't, I don't, I just don't think that, that Bijan is not a guy that you're going to pull a receiver off the field and put him on the field. You don't think so? No, no, no it wouldn't make, it doesn't make sense. Maybe for a, a little package of something, I mean, he is a running back that you're going to have. To, if you want him out in the in the in the formation, you're going to have to empty the backfield. Like Debo's a guy that's on the field 24 seven, and he could line up in the backfield. He could line up at fullback. He can line up at, at wide receiver. He can line up in the slot. Bijan's not that guy. 
Because there's reports of Tony Pollard with better receiving skills. Ooh. I could see and that's that. The, and that's the I, – I wouldn't say better receiving skills, no. I, I would say very similar. Very natural hands catcher of the football. Um, has made some highlight real catches in his time. But Texas didn't use him a ton in the passing game like they – Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, but there's some highlight real catches out there. But to think that he's you're going to draft him because of those highlight real catches, that, that like in other words, those, those put him over the top – I just, to me, I think is silly. I don't think he's not a guy that, that like you're gonna pull. You're gonna pull Mechie if Mechie's it turns out to be as as good as as they expect him to be, uh, and and be your kind of utility slot inside receiver type guy. Um, you're gonna pull him off the field to put Bijan in the game and get him involved in the pass game like that. I, I don't I don't see him as that kind of back in the NFL. I, I don't I don't see him as that kind of back. I see him more like high end. I think he's going to be more of your three down back between the tackles. What's my man's name in Minnesota? We talked Dalvin about this Cook? one. That to me he's more really? to me he's more Dalvin Cook than he is Alvin Kamara. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like he's got more vers- versatility than than Dalvin Cook. I know, because I, I can see it in, in Tyler's eyes, and so I've seen some people on the trailer wheel and frame text line. And you can jump in your thoughts. I, I, I've kind of flipped on B. John Robinson. I was completely. I would listen to to Landry and Brandon Scott going about. Yeah. Oh, I drafted him at twelve, and I was like, no, you don't need a running back. You don't need another running back. You got, you got Damian Pierce, and you can find backups. Then I stopped looking at him as just a back, and looking at him the way that the 49ers like to use players with versatility and it it was something that I could be more open to if you don't view him as a back I could see Tyler just eyeing me of like hell no I wouldn't do it and it's not even the longhorn thing which I've seen I'm sure it was Nick said it but I just yeah my I have a I have a very firm rule you don't draft running backs in the first round and you don't pay running backs ever yeah, and, and, yeah I, I, and I, I don't subscribe to that. I, I, I see. I know a lot of people that do, and I'm not disagree. I, I just, I don't subscribe to that. I, I think, I think if you've got a certain style of 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 offense, to where you're going to feature that guy three downs. Yeah, because I, I would pay, I would pay Alvin Kamara again. Like, like if I had, if well, I were to, the yeah, Saints, to, I would. But, pay but him. to me, that's a now. If you think like I just don't think, think Bijan. I don't that. think Bijan is that. Like I, I think the the perfect the perfect Alvin Kamara is a Jameer Gibbs kid. And you're gonna be able to get him late first, early second at the and very that, at the soonest. You may be able to get him later than that. And that's why I said like to me, I would much rather them like, hey, we'll go quarterback at two and go someone interior on the front seven at twelve or or something like that. I would rather see them pick up a quarterback and someone to help in the front yep. seven and then get a Gibbs in the second round. But if they went like if they like I'm telling you, before they brought in this offensive staff, if they were to draft <laughs> if they were to draft it uh Bijan Robinson, I would have I would have just torched them. Now I don't I don't I don't I don't think that I would do that because I well, it, I think look, they it, use those those type players different. I, I I can tell you I wouldn't do it. I I can tell you what kind of back I think he he is going to be in the NFL. Now I think he's capable of being. Now you'd run him into you'd run him into dirt. Christian McCaffrey never comes off the field. Yeah, I mean I I remember a, a game Carolina came here. Literally, I thought Christian because he wasn't in the backfield much of the time. I went back and watched the film. He came off the field like two plays in that entire game. Up in the slot a lot. Like you're not gonna like. 
if you think B. John Robinson's that guy, then hell, hell yeah, drafting him. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think B. John Robinson's that that type of player. I think he is more of a true tailback in Nobody the NFL. Just texted, uh, I feel like he's more Aaron Jones. Well, I, and I, like, think Aaron, I, I, I think, say, I think Aaron, Aaron Jones can go out and. I think Aaron is more of an Alvin Kamara, more of a Jameer Gibbs, more of a, a an A chain type of. I think he's more of that type of back. Those guys can. Yeah, I, I, I just my my con, like when I watch him play. You said Dalvin Cook, and if he's Dalvin Cook, who I don't who I I don't think is a real. Like you don't, I don't think you're lining Dalvin in the slot, bro. You're, bro, you're you're not look. And if show, that's the case, you are not you. you're not going to win football games in the NFL throwing slants and throwing option routes to Bijan Robinson in the slot or out wide at wide receiver. So the thought that yeah he can do those things that's cool. You're gonna be he's gonna be used in a in a way in which they get running backs. To, he's not gonna be used like Debo Samuel, right? Some of the like he'll he'll be used like half of Debo Samuel. Yeah, I was thinking more like. I'm just, I use Christian and Debo as to the point of they love to have guys that can do versatile things. Like Debo will run the ball a lot more than a wide receiver. It'd would be run fun, the ball. boy, if they did. And Christian I, lines up as this. a receiver more than I can't get there. I believe that they should go a different route. I don't believe that B. John Robinson is going to be that kind of back in the NFL. And I, if you don't with, believe that, but, I don't think you should. But with that said, I would be, I would love for the Texans to draft him 12th overall. And bring that sucker in here and upgrade the running back position, and we get to cover it and watch it every day. Hell yeah! I mean, he's special. There's no doubt about it. I just, but you just don't see him fitting into the frame of how they use Christian or how they use. I don't. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that versatile at the NFL level. I understand where he had some success doing some of those things at the college level. Um, I'll argue Roshan Johnson was that guy at University of Texas. It was was more of your guy that could actually do things out of the slot and hurt him out of the slot. But when you he, – he can possibly do those things, but I think it's a stretch to say he can do what Christian McCaffrey can do outside of the run running back position. Yeah, okay. All right, coming up, big three at three, and uh, Major League Baseball is uh, – why are they doing Luis Garcia like that? We'll let you know the latest on what's going on with him. That's coming up next right here on The Drive. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.